You're listening to Renewal by the Book, a Quran tafsir podcast based on Imam al-Ghazali's Ihya. This podcast is brought to you by Seekers Hub. This Ramadan, our goal is to raise $75,000 in monthly donations to build a global Islamic seminary so that dedicated students all over the world can complete their journeys and become Islamic scholars. You can help them by becoming a monthly donor at seekershub.org slash donate. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa afdhanu s-salaa wa atamu t-tasneem ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Allahumma alimna ma yanfa'una wa anfa'na bima'allamtana wa zidna ilman ya kareem. Ya halimu khalaqna bi khuluq al-hilm wa haqiqna bi haqaiq al-ilm. Amin a'udhu bika min sharri nafsi wa min sharri kulli dabbatin anta akhidun binasiyatiha inna rabbi ala sirat al-mustaqeem. All praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who uh, granted us revelation and sent to us the most noble of his creation sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam and uh, uh, who guided us to the most beautiful of ways and guided us to what is most pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what we're going to look at today is just uh, a few verses about the breaking the desires about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling us in the Qur'an that the way to success is through breaking the desires and that your, uh, your salvation is connected to uh, not giving in to this nafs. Allah tells us in the Qur'an, إِنَّ النَّفْسَ لَأَمَّارَةٌ بِالسُّوءٍ That truly the nafs is inciting, uh, constantly calling to evil. There's three descriptions of the nafs in the Quran. The nafs al-ammara nafs al-lawama, that when a person becomes purified, the next step is that they have the self-reproaching soul. What does that mean? It's that the soul will start having a conversation on both sides. Should I do this? No, 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 it's not wrong. It's bad. I shouldn't do it. But, but I really want to do it. And you have that conversation, that internal conflict. And then when a person becomes more purified beyond that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyatuha nafsul mutma'inna. O serene soul, irji'i ila rabbiki radiyatan mardiyya. Return back to your Lord, radiyya, uh, pleased, mardiyya, well-pleasing. So enter into my, uh, my servants and enter into uh, my paradise, my garden. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says in the Qur'an, Whoever fears and is in awe of the station of their Lord and deprives the nafs of its desires, then their resting place, their final abode is paradise. So scholars say that this is a very powerful ayah. It is conditional. Your uh, entrance into paradise is conditional upon not giving your nafs everything that it wants. And one of the things that the Prophet ﷺ, he told us would happen at the end of time, 
We can see that around us is that people have sanctified choice. You should have as many choices to do whatever you want. And this is largely unprecedented in history that people would, would actually act like part of progress and part of uh, our moving forward as a human society is that you let people do whatever they want and that anything that they choose to do, as long as they choose to do it, it is, uh, it is something that you cannot even morally argue with. And the Prophet ﷺ said, when you see hawan muttaban, when you see people following their desires, and that you see people give in to their greed, that these are some of the signs of the end of time. That at the end of time, you would have all kinds of immorality widespread and people, what is very interesting is that the Prophet ﷺ says that people have a, a very difficult time speaking out against that. Why? Because it seems that the ground rules have been changed. That instead of saying that disciplining yourself is valuable, that uh, uh, controlling yourself is valuable, and we see it in so many different aspects of life, we control how we uh, interact with others. We control our desires all the time. Every time you get angry at someone you, and you imagine that you want to you know, hit them or push them or something, your, your mind tells you that's not the right thing to do, even though you feel like doing it. On a much deeper level, there are even things within the nafs, and we talked about uh, uh, purifying the nafs. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَأَمَّا مَنْ خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ Whoever is aware and mindful and in awe and, and fear of the exaltedness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Lord of majesty, the Lord who does not uh, command things without any purpose. مَا خَلَقْتَ هَذَا بَاطِلًا You did not create all of this and send us messengers and send us revelation, and send off all of these things in vain. The Lord of the glorious and majestic throne, subhanahu wa ta'ala. When Allah wills something, the one who says, kun fayakun, be and it is. That when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us to be mindful of His boundaries, and that our hearts should be humble before His majesty, Jalla Jalaluh, and he says, whoever uh, does that, and withholds the desires from their lower selves, from their nufus, then they will be granted paradise. And this is in and of itself, the, if we just looked at this one ayah, it is enough proof that your path to paradise is in purifying and actually, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, nahan nafsa anil hawa that you actually withhold the things that the nafs desires, that you will be ultimately and eternally and everlastingly successful, that you will be given the highest levels of felicity. Right? So when it comes to uh, uh, all different kinds of things, as uh, the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, said, حُفَّةِ nar bil وَحُفَّةِ وَحُفَّةِ الْجَنَّةِ بِالْمَكَارِهِ أو كما قال صلى الله عليه وسلم that the road to paradise is 
literally as figuratively, paved by things that are disliked. Getting up at Fajr is not easy. Uh, withholding and controlling your desires is not easy. Uh, lying or, or saying the truth when lying might seem like the easier option is not easy. Being ethical when, when uh, someone gives you an option to do something immoral, but it seems like it will make your life easy, to withhold and say, no, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching me. It's not easy sometimes that you get all kinds of different, uh, you know, different considerations conflicting all at once that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, when you're able to curb and control your nafs, and that you really are mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first and foremost, then you will be granted paradise. And we live in a time now where people are constantly following so many different kinds of desires that we're not even aware of it. Desires of being impressed with their own selves. Desires related to physical things. And by the way, Every honorable society in history had boundaries between people and their lowly desires and lust. Every honorable society in history. Why? Because you as a human being are greater than the, these, just, these animalistic tendencies. That your body is calling you to, to, to fulfill things that are temporary where your soul desires that which is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is everlasting. And it is only from the tricks of the shaitan that he has removed these barriers and actually made these barriers almost seem quaint and strange. Like a person dresses modestly. I'm like, what's wrong with, what's up with you? Aren't you hot in that? You're, aren't you hot like not wearing it, like there ain't no way around it. You know, we're all hot. But at least this is more dignified. At least I feel that I'm not objectified as a human being uh, for both men and women. Right? So uh, there, there's all different kinds. There's desires where people now, I, I find this to be so strange, where people will use bad language in public. That is just give in. And actually, without getting into too many details, but there are people uh, uh, who really uh, very uh, seriously are uh, exposing their kufr. What they want to do is that they say that you should give in to all of your desires. You only live once, live it up, and all these kinds of things that you should give in to your desires. But if you look at people who constantly give in to their desires, this is really important, especially for young folks. Look at people who constantly give in to their desires. Look at people who had every single thing they ever wanted in this world. I don't know if, if you notice this, but they look miserable to me. Their relationships are falling apart. You know, every, uh, every famous sort of couple who gets married, you wait a little while, they're getting divorced. Their family falls apart. Their own mental state is very precarious and we have mercy for them. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide them and be gentle with them. But it's like, why would I give up what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me and replace it with that? 
this way of ubudiyah, of being in a state of servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Lord who says, kun fayakun, can give you anything you ever desire and ever want, and that He knows what is better for you, more than you know what is good for your own self. The Lord of, uh, uh, of, of generosity, subhanahu wa ta'ala, that He takes care of your affairs, but you want to let go of that and give in everything to your own self, give everything to your own desires, and then you start to realize that when human beings do that and they distance themselves from revelation, they distance themselves from purifying their soul, they distance themselves from uh, even seeking things that are more noble and more elevated and higher, you start to realize that they, they uh, become more and more confused in their lives. So, uh, uh, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَا Whoever purifies it is successful, and whoever allows the nafs, the pollution and the grime to continuously compound on top of it, that person enters a very dark place. And then you find people, you find people, this is something I'm not... I don't want to go into too many details with, with uh, so many children here, alhamdulillah. But you start to find people trying to escape from their own reality. Substance abuse, medication, and other things. Because they can't stand to be with their own selves. And it's one of those things that's amazing. I keep giving my nafs everything it wants. But why am I so miserable? And then as one of the, the, the salihin, one of the mashayikh, he said, وَكُنْ عَبْدًا صِرْفًا لَهُ فَكُنْ حُرًّا عَنْ غَيْرِ اللَّهِ Make yourself entirely his servant, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and you will be completely free of everything else. That if you want to remove yourself from the shackles of the dunya, from the shackles of creation, from the shackles of what other people are uh, uh, superimposing upon you, what they want you uh, to do and what they think is best for you, especially when it makes you leave the way of your Lord. If you want to leave all of those shackles behind and you want to uh, uh, fly in the realm of intimacy and uns billah subhanahu wa ta'ala and having sakina and tamatnina, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ala bi in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, hearts find this peace. If you want that peace and tranquility, then you roll up your sleeves and you put your nafs in check. And you work hard. And then they say this is the amazing thing about the spiritual path. Because for most people at the beginning, it's not easy. Oh man, this is hard. Getting up for prayer is hard. Controlling myself is hard. I remember I had a student tell me one time, why is it everything that I like is haram? It's like, because it's not good for you. It's not because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is uh, withholding from you, but that those things that He has withheld from you or told you not to approach things that are not good for you to begin with. And that your benefit is in that which He has commanded. So as they say, that if you come to the, if you come to the people of Allah subhanahu wa taala, uh, they say, "Wal murru yahla." 
What was bitter becomes sweet. When your nafs becomes purified, when your lower self and your ego becomes elevated, and that you are not guided by your ego, but you allow yourself to have that space for your soul to experience the spiritual experiences of nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of the sweetness of His remembrance, of the depth of gratitude for all the blessings, of the overwhelming love that He has poured upon you, then you start to realize that that which once was bitter becomes sweet. And one of the Salihin, he said, if the kings and princes and people of worldly control, if they knew what we had of sweetness in Qiyam al-Layl, they would try to take it from us by, with swords. Like they would try to physically take it from us if they could. The uns that they have is one of the Salihin. He said, uh, the most difficult thing in my day is uh, when Fajr comes out. Not for the reasons that that's difficult for us, for the opposite reason, that he would feel so much uh, serenity in his Qiyam al-Layl that he never wanted it to end. And that when the time of Fajr would come, that special time changed into another special time. And that another one of the Salihin, he said, I prayed Qiyam al-Layl for 20 years. And it was hard on my nafs, it was bitter. So then it became sweet for 20 years. But the way that we recognize our benefit and our, our salvation is looking at this nafs and realizing that our desires uh, are not always calling us to that which is in our best interests. Right? And you can look at, you can apply that to so many different things in life. Anything that you want to be successful in, you have to sacrifice. So if you want to be successful in your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you have to sacrifice these lowly things that your nafs is calling to. And you have to respond to the heavenly elevated things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger are calling you to. Which is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَأَمَّا مَنْ خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ وَنَهَا النَّفْسَ عَنِ الْهَوَى Whoever is mindful and in awe of the exaltedness of their Lord and they put their nafs in check, they uh, withhold from it its desires, that person's character becomes beautified. That person's intentions become purified. They become more sincere. They do not harm others. They uh, taste the sweetness of worship. But all of that comes first through working through the obstacles that the nafs has. The, 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 uh, the times that the nafs will try to say, listen, don't go down this road. Just give me everything I want, but that you just keep on going. And you have to, uh, uh, you have to really use your mind very wisely in order to get past uh, those stages until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees that the doors open up for you and that you uh, experience those levels of nearness and serenity and tranquility and the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that. That's something that we should ask from Allah. It doesn't always come easy. Some people take... Oh, that's another thing. Just a piece of advice. When you start uh, delving into the spiritual path and the nafs and purifying the nafs, 
and the great benefits and rewards that come towards the end of that, don't think that it happens overnight. Some people, they kind of, you know, in Ramadan, we feel kind of that we can do it, and then maybe some bad habits tend to creep back. Always put your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Always ask of Him. Always ask Him for His love. Always ask Him for openings. As they say, Allahumma iftah alayna futuh al-arifin. Oh Allah, open for us those openings that you gave those people who you gave them your special knowledge, knowledge of you, of ma'rifah, of deep experiential knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَوَفِقْنَا تَوْفِيقَ الصَّالِحِينَ And give us your enabling grace that you gave your righteous servants. And you keep doing that. And they say that the rule of the spiritual path is start and never ever give up. Never ever give up. Maybe you might have that opening moments before you pass away. Never lose hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It might take, take decades. Say the path is long, but when a person knows the value of what they're seeking, then the sacrifice becomes small in their eyes. When you know what Allah is, has in store for you, all of that, sign me up. What do I need to do? Everything else becomes small in your eyes. If you know the value of, uh, of the reward, the value of the treasure that, that uh, is nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah grant us that and give us the openings of the Arifin and the Tawfiq of the Salihin and bless all of us in these nights of Ramadan, in these last blessed nights of Ramadan and uh, fill our hearts with light and fill our hearts with love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and love of His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah grant each and every one of us uh, great openings. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala Thank you for listening to this Seekers Hub podcast. To listen to the rest of our shows, please visit seekershub.fm. You can also subscribe to our weekly email newsletter called Compass, where we'll send the best of Seekers Hub's content straight to your inbox every single week. To get on the list, visit seekershub.org slash compass.